This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply. Evan McMullen was not even near the David French level. He had, I think, 100 Twitter followers when he announced his candidacy. I wonder how many he has now. Do we know the answer to that? I can get you that answer, certainly. Uh, Because, yeah, it says right there, right? It says on his uh, Twitter account. Do you follow him? Uh, I do. Um, uh, let's, hmm. see. let's see if I can find it here real quick. So he went from 100 followers on Twitter, which, well, by the way, he was what? The chief advisor to the, to the, to the house, uh, policy, house policy yeah. advisor. 69,000. 60, 60, 60, so 169,000 is pretty good. Last, and, and the last poll they did in Utah before this one, he was at 22%, and 50% of people didn't even know who he was. 50% of people didn't know who he was. So now he's at twenty nine percent, and I'll bet that number is still you know forty five percent. Right. I mean, and that's the thing with Evan. It's still is, incredibly is that, high. It's, he's, it's, he's got a huge ceiling uh, in in Utah. It's what we always say about third party candidates, and in this part, in this particular conversation, maybe sixth party can, candidates. You only see five there. We don't have, even have Daryl Castle on the graphic, uh, but the same, probably sixth party is yeah. where you put Evan, especially when he start, launched this thing. Although he had some you know really smart people behind him. The issue here, though, is. What it's what's so frustrating about this binary choice argument? As soon as it's not a binary choice, it's not a binary choice. Yeah. As soon as you admit that there's other people that might win, then they start winning. The reason Evan McMullen is successful in Utah is because people in Utah are taking him seriously and voting their conscience. As soon as people start doing that, then people like Donald Trump are fade away because the power of the Republican Party behind him doesn't mean anything when you have another choice that could win. And, you know, that might very well be happening with Gary Johnson uh, in New Mexico. There's been some polling. It's not been as close, but cl- close polling there. But now we have four consecutive polls with Evan McMullen over 20 percent in uh, in Utah. Some of those polls, it, I mean, I think the, the worst one is uh, still double digits for Trump leading. Mm. Um, however, now it's down. We have one poll here that just came out today that has it as a one point race. And this is not only after, um, uh, you know, the first poll that had him in, in, in that area and the Trump tapes and everything else. Also, we talked to him last week a couple of times on radio. We obviously do well in Utah. So, I mean, this is it's the it's starting to grow. Um, and I think v- it's very possible and smart people, not just idiots like us, but smart people are saying that he may very well be the favorite in this state. And you think about how significant that is. Ross Perot won zero electoral votes. Zero. Ross Perot got 19% of the popular vote and won no electoral votes. If he gets six, that's pretty amazing. That's amazing. For a the guy last, who's been campaigning for three months. The last person to do that was George Wallace <clears throat> uh, back in 1968. There was one electoral vote uh, that went to a libertarian. Um, I want to say it was... 
76, maybe, um, where it was just a, 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 a guy who had an electoral vote and just said, I can't vote for the I can't vote for the person I'm supposed to. And like it was a protest vote. And so they, they got mm. one. Um, I think it was 76. But the point, though, is that it's been a long freaking time. This does not happen mm-hmm. often. And the fact that it is, it is, uh, it is happening it, it signifies two pretty important things. Number one, Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton are completely awful. They're as bad as we've told you they are. Uh, and the fact that Evan mm-hmm. can, can raise, rise up and potentially get some electoral votes is significant. But mo- as important uh, is the fact that Evan's done a really good job since he started running. He hasn't made any mistakes that I'm aware of uh, as far as, you know, big, you know, gaffes yeah. or anything like that. He's shown that he's pre- he might not be as conservative as you, but he's been pretty conservative. He mm-hmm. shows a knowledge of every issue. Um, and mm-hmm. uh, he has a good background and has, has conducted himself well, unlike, you know, at times other candidates who may have had opportunities and have not been able to achieve that. Yeah. Um, now, I wonder if Trump will start targeting him, um, whether he will start getting like, ads in Utah running mm-hmm. run against him. But we're seeing it. We're at a point now, ladies and gentlemen, at a point in which Hillary Clinton has announced a one week ad buy in the state of Texas. Hillary Clinton is spending money in Texas. That's how awful Donald Trump is. And that is something, uh, I mean, did you ever think you'd see the day? Mm. I mean, where you're seeing that Hillary Clinton thinks she might win Texas. That's how bad this is. Yeah, it's crazy. It's got nothing to do with third parties, by the way. There's almost no third party vote in that race. It's just that people are almost are voting to vote for Hillary Clinton over Donald Trump. That's how bad it is. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, and it's at a time when, uh, like, we had Bill Weld on the show, on the radio show this morning. And for, he's, uh, he's still in the building. He's going to be doing an hour. Uh, the TV show as well today. Uh, I mean... It's just it's such a weird election because you, you've got a Republican nominee who's not Republican in in almost any way. Mm-hmm. As far as policies, demeanor in any way, the guy is not Republican. Then you've got a Democrat who's essentially a socialist. And then you've got libertarians who are not libertarians. I, I don't even know what the hell is going on. So, of course, a We're guy. Here, man. A guy like uh, Evan McMullen should do well, and he should do well in more states than Utah. But that's, it's you know, just, it's his home state. But it's viability, and, Pat. It's, and it's, it's, yeah. People are so committed to this binary choice argument and so passionate about it. people. I mean, we, you know, and they're rejecting that in Utah and they're rejecting they're like, it in no, Utah. And as I'm soon not, as they start I'm not bound to that, right, as soon as they start rejecting it in Utah, you see Evan McMullen goes to the top of the, of the charts there. Um, and you'll see also, I think, in other states who are seeing Utah and seeing those polls, realize, wait a minute, maybe it's not. And then all of a sudden it won't be a binary choice in their state either. Right. I mean, I think, I don't know that McMullen can go and win another state. It's 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 pretty close to the election. Um, Idaho is a big target. I think Wyoming is a target. Um, and there's several others. Uh, you might see the same thing happen with Johnson and Weld. You know, when there was a binary choice uh, was... Uh was when uh, uh, Douglas ran against uh, Breckenridge. Just a binary choice. Uh, and this Lincoln guy, <laughs> that's, that's a vote. That's a stinking vote for Breckenridge. I'm, not, a, I'm not voting for him. It's a wasted vote. I'd take your vote mm-hmm. away from uh, Douglas and give it right to Breckenridge. I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. A lot of people did do that. And uh, it seems like there's never been a President Douglas or a President Breckenridge, but there was a President Abraham Lincoln. Really? He was the third party guy in 1860. Huh. The Republican Party was the third party back then. There was huh. the Whigs, there was the Democrats. And and then there was the Republicans who had been around for four years. Uh, literally four years. Yeah. Amazing, right? Yeah, I, uh, amazing. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, so I could, I... could somebody win next time? Yes. 
I have never yes. believed the Republican Party was on the verge of falling apart like I do now. I mean, I, yeah, you know, look, you me have neither. like think about go back to the you know Bob Dole's running, boring Republican guy, uh, not a big you know threat. You know, he just wasn't that guy. You you throw a uh, you throw a. Um, uh, Ross Perot in there. He's starting the Reform Party. Mm-hmm. Tons of money behind it, obviously, with the Perots. Um, he's getting great numbers. Never, never at any point there that I think, oh wow, the Republican Party is over. There's never. I, I like. I just thought it was. Look, you know, Ross Perot is a, a kind of a special third party candidate. People really, uh, you know, mm-hmm. you like him and like his messaging. He got 19 percent. He only got, I think, seven or eight percent the second time, maybe nine. I don't know something in that yeah. single digit. It wasn't like the first time, right? And uh, but I never thought the Reform Party was going to take over America or replace the Republicans. You're at a point now where you legitimately, easily could see a a split in the Republican Party in which it splits into two entities, um, where you have uh, you know kind of typical conservatives and Trump level and nationalism. I think that's a real possibility here. And uh, mm-hmm. you know I don't think Trump has the dedication to this cause which he found five minutes ago. Uh, to uh, to be the head of that movement. So in a way, it, it's going to be tough to happen, I think, if he's not the one in the Republican Party. Like, I could see conservatives splitting off into something else, um, you know, whether it would be to all go into the Constitution Party and make that more into a real entity or libertarians, potentially, or the other way around, uh, splitting into just a new McMullen-type separate entity. Mm-hmm. You could see that happening more. I think with Trump, like he's got money behind him, but he's not going to spend his money. He won't even spend his money becoming president. I mean, he's going to spend, he thinks, $100 million on this race. Uh, and I, you know, the numbers, uh, as everything is with Trump, does not seem like it would actually be that high. It might be 50 or 60 or 70. Still, it's going to be, he's going to spend a chunk of cash. And so I'm not saying, I'm not minimizing that. Um, but I am saying that, like, the guy's supposed to have $10.5 billion. You are in a race where you could be president of the United States. And this is what you're spending. Why aren't you spending five hundred million dollars? Let's just say a, mi- a minor number. So it would shrink you down to ten billion dollars instead of ten point five. Again, I'm, I'm using him because he's so honest and he tells it like it is. I'm assuming his numbers are real. Why not spend five hundred million dollars on this freaking election? Why not? You have a chance to be president of the United States. You have a major party nomination. And he's sitting back there, in the, you know, with yeah, I'll spend, you know, 70, 80 million dollars, which 50 of it he's already spent. Now they're saying now he they're already saying he's doing meetings with people about uh, a Trump TV network. And it seems like that's his goal. I mean, you know, he is walking all of his followers down this ridiculous path in which the the end game is to benefit himself. Yeah. Period. That's about it. Uh, And yet uh, the polls are fairly, fairly close, according to uh, some of the polls. There was one released yesterday from ABC News, Washington Post. That's forty seven, forty three Clinton. But I saw one this morning that was, I think, NBC, Wash, yep. uh, Wall Street Journal. 5141. 5141. Yeah. She's up by 10. Remember, when you have a margin of error, right, you're going to have some polls that show it in double digits. If it's a seven-point race, let's say, which is what the average is basically saying, which is, by the way, McCain-level blowout. Don't, don't let that number fool you. Oh, that's pretty close. It's within seven. That's a McCain-Obama-level election. And that's without the undecided. And nobody thought that was close. Nobody, nobody says, hey, you know it was close. You know it was a, an airtight yeah. Election was that McCain Obama race. That was who? No, it was a blowout. And that's 
the margin right now. Yeah, exactly. So think about that. So, but if that happens, if you have a seven-point race, you have some polls shown at 10 and 11. You have some polls shown at 3 and 4. That's what should happen. Yeah. That is, the design of these polls should give you those results. So 3 and 4, you can look at that and say, oh, well, 3 and 4 is not bad. Remember, a four-point election is almost a McCain or Obama-Romney election. I think that was a five-point race. So... That's not close either. We all looked at that and said, you know, Obama beat Romney fairly handily. It I remember being out. here uh, covering the election. We were in this very room. And by 8 o'clock or 8.30 our time, we yeah. knew this thing was over. I mean, we kept seeing the yeah. states roll in one after another for Obama. And we thought, there's no way he can. And I think by 8.30 he was declared. So it was 9.30 Eastern time. It, it was between 8.30 and 9 Central time that uh, Obama was declared the winner. Yeah. I mean, if you remember uh, that... That's how big a blowout it was. Yeah. And I'll say, uh, when we were doing the... I was doing all the election stuff, and I I earned the title, I think, from Jeffy, of uh, Little Black Rain Cloud, as I was... uh, (laughs) Let's just say, you know... uh, Hashtag uh, LBRC. Yeah, LBRC. That's right. right. Uh, Because, you know, you looked at the polls, and I didn't see the path for, for Romney to win. Though, there was a possibility, because the polls were much closer. Remember, the end polls nationally, of Obama-Romney was about a point. Mm-hmm. So it was close nationally. It was the state polls that were troubling as we looked at them. Yeah. However, when we went into those, uh, when we went into the uh, election night coverage here in the blaze, there was a very specific indicator that I was looking for in early returns. And that was, if you remember, there was a uh, Republican Senate candidate uh, that I'm going to forget the name of in, Indi- in Indiana, um, he was he looked like a pretty good candidate. He was like secretary of state. Uh, and then he had a comment on the back of the Aiken comments. It said something yeah. about rape that was unfortunate. Right. Um, do you remember his name, Jeffy, off the top of your head? I, I keep thinking Dick Luger. And it's definitely not him. I can't think of a stupid name. Anyway, I started looking at the results of that, those early returns there. And what they needed to show was that mm-hmm. the polls were leaning much were leaning towards him. If you saw that indicator, you'd say, okay, the polls are based in a systematic way um, in favor of Obama, and that Romney might have a shot at this. And what we saw was it was actually opposite opposite. there, where he actually lost by more than was expected. And that held pretty still uh, to the the end, which was Obama's polling in that um, race leading up to it actually understated the margins he won by in most cases. Um, And you found that out pretty early. That's why in, in Indiana you get those results quickly, and it's why you. I was like, wow, it had to go the other. What, do you have the name, Jeffrey? Isn't that Murdoch? Yes, Richard yeah. Murdoch. Yeah, yeah. Right, Richard. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so I mean, that was a one that when that happened, you knew it was going to be a tough night for Romney. And there was never a time in which he was able to turn that momentum around. He was able to hold certain swing states like North Carolina that people were thinking it was going to be close in. Um, uh, but uh, again, because you know, Obama beat. McCain in 2008 in North Carolina. And that's what we're looking at now. The battlegrounds aren't even the battlegrounds of McCain and Obama. They're unforeseen battlegrounds. There's states like Utah and Texas. They're putting money now into Missouri and Indiana. And again, those were states that were battleground in those elections. Uh, But they're pushing it to the McCain level election. This is disasterville right now for the Republican candidate. Um, Can he turn it around? I don't know. I know that a week from Maybe. today, in Texas, you can cast your vote. A week from today, in Texas. In many states, you can already do oh, it. Oh, it starts in a week? In a week. So, you're, you know... Too soon. Too early. Oh, we're, too early. I mean, we are... 
I'm way behind. And we're behind I mean, a lot of states. states are, I think two weeks I know is we are legit. 20 days I don't think two weeks is days. legit. I don't know. Maybe a week. I, I don't I think know. It's so much can here. happen in yeah. two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. I think two weeks is the right number. I think this is three weeks, if I'm thinking correctly, with uh, with Texas, because because it's the right. yeah, it's, it's November eighth. So you have an oh, extra yeah. week in November. It's probably yeah. That's three weeks. So away. three weeks, two weeks. I think is I think in that's the too far. Some of them are doing two months, and that's ridiculous. Too. Two months is ridiculous. Uh, I think so. Experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and, and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply.